in this week's episode of ND Vision. <laughs> my best friend Annie that I met when I worked at ULS, she's like, let's go to Ikea and get hot dogs today. I'm like, what? Agriculture is good. Like, mm-hmm. we need this. We need agriculture. We all need agriculture to live for what you wear, for what you eat, like yeah. everything. Um, and just like, like what, like little things. Um, the back of that shirt says you, if you didn't have farmers, you'd end up, what was it? Uh, hungry, sober and naked. And naked. Yeah. yeah. It's a hundred percent. I want to get know, one right? of those shirts. Don't like, try to run. Don't I'll try find your, you. your <laughs> Welcome to ND Vision, the visual podcast you can listen to. And today, um, I have a quite esteemed guest in the agro uh, world. Agro world? Agro? Agro. Agro world? Agro world? Agriculture. Agro business. They stop at the I. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like to introduce Mackenzie Kreischer. Hello. Hi. Uh, and you are the manager operator of uh, Agway in, what's it called now? It's still Country Crossroads in Addison. We just call it our Addison location. Okay. And yeah. what, what was it before? It was Wade's Farm and Home for 22 years. And then prior to that, it was an Agway. Okay. So, yeah. I just see the sign, like yeah. the big Agway sign. It still sign says Agway. They want us to take it down, but we're leaving it. Yeah. So. You should leave it. It looks kind of cool. Well, and people know it. Yeah. Like, so. yeah, yeah. It's the, the big the building, building with the Agway. Yeah, yeah. The Agway building. Yeah. Um, and you just recently got that. Yeah. Two years ago. No, June 1st. You know, the person that did your release video did an amazing job. He did. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them. Right. <laughs> but, it, oh my gosh, there was three. Three of them, yeah. The and then we did the we did the um, uh, social media yep. stuff through Accord. Yep. Because I got you guys into that because they were like, we need one more person. Like, I know just the person because they yep. just opened up shop. That's and right. it's it's Darlene. So she was a, Perfect. She went through the, the course. Program with you, yep. Um, speaking of Darlene, she runs Country Crossroads in Andover. Yep. Which is the parent store, right? Yes. So Quite we, literally the parent store. The parent store, yeah. So my mom and my stepdad run uh, the Andover store um, along with my brother when he's not at our farm. <clears throat> and it'll be 20 years this October that they've been at that location. So they've been there for 20 years and then I've been at Addison for two. For so. two years. What was it What was it like going from... Because you are young. I mean, you're you're yeah. relatively young. What's it like going from... Growing up at the Andover location to now running your own store. Did you ever think that was in the cards when you were younger? Yeah, so that was kind of the plan all along. Um, so my mom worked at DNL Feeds in Andover when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So she's been in the business for 35 years. Um, so when I was in kindergarten, I would walk from the school to the library and get my tape, my book for the night. And then I would go to the DNL store and I would you know, hang out there and talk to customers, the guys that worked there. Well, where was the DNL store? Do you know, it's the one like right next to the railroad tracks, the old Agway building there. My is, uncle, is this in Addison or is this in, in Andover? In, in. Yeah, it's like, uh, you, like instead of turning to Rochambeau Ave, uh-huh. there's that big barn right there on the right hand side. Yep. That's the old DNL. Oh. And my uncle owned that at the time. Okay. So my mom worked for my uncle there and doing pretty much the same thing she's doing now, just, um, you know, book work, mm-hmm. waiting on customers, that stuff. And um, my uncle just didn't want to do it anymore. So she worked for the new owner when he purchased it. And then he closed that store and then moved the store in Cancerega. Okay. So my mom worked there for a couple of years and then decided 20 years ago that, um, her and my stepdad would open our store now. And at that point they opened it out of our one car garage until were, our store was You were built. what, seven then? I would have been, I, 20 years ago, I would have been 10 and my brother was eight. Um, and it's just crazy because at that time my, my parents were 27 and 30 when they started the store mm-hmm. and my brother and I now taking over are 28 and 30. And <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, you own Country Crossroads. I'm like, well, yeah. And like, I don't like, I'm just a general manager right now, but we're in the transition period yeah. of being an owner. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking over an already established business. Like my mom and my stepdad are the ones who, you know, started it. They they right. started it from scratch. So they did the hard stuff. Um, 
really. Um, and then we just get to take yeah, over the exciting guys, part of it. So, But you two are kind of bringing everything into, um, like, I wouldn't say the new age because, you know, technology and stuff is, is ever-changing, <coughs> of course, in, in agriculture, but you have to continue on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we have that conversation all the time. You know, the, the business that my parents started 20 years ago is a lot different than this business that my brother and I run now. One, because when we started it 20 years ago in my parents' one car garage, it was, we had a 90 acre crop farm um, that my stepdad was able to kind of manage by himself with the help of my grandpa. Yeah. Um, and my grandpa, if my mom had an appointment or had to go to the bank or something, my grandpa would sit in the store and run it. And, you know, at eight and 10, like we still loaded feed bags or we still got taught to wait on customers. We had to, you know, like it did was you just, throw hay? we did. Oh, uh, Nate did more than me. I will admit <laughs> it. Like I, I threw hay, but you know, he was, the, he was really the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just crazy. And, and, um, where was I going with that? Shoot. I lost it. Oh, I distracted you. Um, oh, so like we've been doing it forever. So my brother, like people will come into our store and talk to my brother or whatever. And they'll be like, so how long have you been here? And he's like 20 years. Yeah. Like you're looking at a 28 year old and he's like, and he's like, no, I've been here 20 years. Yeah. I'm like, well, you kind of haven't, but, but he has like, that's just what we, we had to do that when we were kids and stuff. We, we, um, we helped out. That's where it was. So, um, yeah. So it's been the plan for me to always come back to the store, um, I went to college and then was planning to come back. Um, but my brother and I both had to grow up a little bit. We couldn't mm -hmm. really work side by side at all. Um, he kind of had the perspective that I hadn't been at the farm or at the store, so I didn't know what was going on there. So how could I possibly work there? Right. Um, but also, like, we just didn't get along. That's, you know, we were just normal siblings. Well, yeah, siblings. Didn't get along, I, I, so. I, that's universal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you love each other. We love but, each yeah. other. But, like, we're both the, kind of, there's situations where they're the same and we're the different and we're both very stubborn. So it's this way or no way. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So the business now, I mean, we have two stores. We have a thousand acre crop farm and we have 16 employees rather than just, you know, the four of us and my grandpa helping 16 us out. between the two stores or between the two stores there's 16 employees um just so so going back you said you started with 90 acres just so people who aren't um who are listening to this that don't understand acreage 90 acres for a crop farm is like five acres of yard yeah like it's in in farm terms that's kind of a small yeah. area yeah and now we're at that'd be like one hayfield sometimes yeah, one hayfield <laughs> and now we're you know like at a lot we do i mean and we do a lot, a thousand. We're just under a thousand, like 980, 990. So, what are the, some of the things that Country Crossroads in house um, grows? Um, so, we do corn, wheat, rye, uh, hay crop comes from us. If you buy straw, obviously, because we're growing wheat, rye, oats, that all comes from us. Um, some of us, like, we don't make enough product to last the whole year a lot of times, especially once we took over the Addison store, kind of took off a lot faster than we had anticipated. Um, so that, sorry to interrupt, that thousand yeah. acres is feeding two stores right now. Yes. As far as the grain and everything yeah. like that. Um, and we did do sunflowers for a while. Everyone knows our sunflowers, but... Um, the <laughs> There's been <laughs> photography battles over your yeah, sunflowers. Yeah, photography <laughs> battles. The, the inputs are high. Um, people love to see our sunflowers, and it kind of makes them crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does that make money, though, the sunflower fields? Um, is it like profitable or is it just, do you do well, it just we to keep Well, we kind of just don't happy? do it anymore. We haven't done it. This will be the second year we haven't done it just because... One, like the inputs are so high for them. You have mm -hmm. like, they, they get fungus, they get weeds, like you, the birds. What do you birds. mean by input? Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, like get... your fertilizer okay. spread or, um, you have to spray them multiple times. The birds like just hammer them. So yeah. you don't really get a, much of a, a yield from on. them. Yeah. Um, I know some terms. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And just kind of people were honestly fighting over them. <laughs> yeah, they were. I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Some people, some people, photographer friends. Uh, that yeah. Were. They, they fight over them. So we, and like, just like the general public, like they want to see 
the sunflowers. So if we put them in a field behind someone's yard, like they will drive through your yard to yeah. go see the sunflowers and they will get stuck in your yard after a rain and they don't care. Like they're just going to see the sunflowers. So, um, so we were just kind of, the drama part of it was not worth it. Let it slide. But yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was cool, but we're, we're just on other things and we're just so busy with everything else. It didn't really. So, so what, just for people who might not know what, what, is what does Country Crossroads do? What is Country Crossroads? So we are uh, we have two ag retail stores. So in the Andover location, you will we are I don't, I don't want to say we're farmer based, but we are farmer based. The Addis, or the Andover store is going to be more bulk product, bulk lime, bulk fertilizer. Um, we do spread. Um, lime. We spread a little bit of fertilizer. We just started doing that this year. Mm -hmm. um, and then we sell feed and pet supplies. Um, in the Addison store, the store is a little bit different. I have more of your backyard people that come to me. Yeah. Um, obviously, I still have farmers that are that coming too, and we can support both. Um, but the majority of the Addison store is walk-in walk -in trade that are doing your backyard garden. You might mm -hmm. have one or two horses or you have sheep and goats, yep. um, your 4-H kids. And um, yeah, so that's more the Addison store than than an Andover. So. so you sell a lot of topsoil at the Addison store? Yes, yeah. a lot of topsoil, a lot <laughs> of mulch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have the three different colors of mulch? I do. I have four different colors There's of mulch. There's four? So um, brown comes in dyed brown and undyed brown. Oh. So specific. Yes. So, um, and, and there's probably people that are like, I really need that dyed brown. Yes. Uh. And there's people that just, you know, they prefer, prefer an organic product. So they'll just yeah. choose the undyed brown. Mulch, I so. like the black mulch. Yeah. I us too. I think it looks the sharpest. Yeah. We use black too. I have. My mom actually changed hers all to rock so she doesn't have to do it anymore. It's literally <laughs> just like pebbles. <laughs> I, I have, uh, like five bags of black mulch sitting out in front of our house that, and, and lawn fabric that I haven't even put. I, the goal is to put them around the trees. Right. I just haven't done it yet. Yes, no, no. I bought them like three months ago. <laughs> and then It'll I got busy. It'll yeah. get there. I'll, one day. Yeah. Um, so Country Crossroads is an ag store and you sell just about anything. And do you even have some, do you have hunting supplies and stuff at both stores or just... Um, we have hunting supplies at both stores. Okay. Um, that's huge at both stores. And, and we're talking like food plot. Food plots, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we have, um, so we have all the food plot, the seeds, fertilizer and lime, obviously to go with it. Um, but we also do like deer blocks or um, we have like hunting supplies too. My mom mm -hmm. sells in the, in the Addison or in the Andover store, tree stands and blinds and all of that kind of stuff. Turkey calls we have from yeah. Greg. Um, he has a does turkey calls custom made out of Canisteo, New York, and we sell those at our store. Um, so a lot of different hunting stuff. So I think I utilize you the most for filling my propane tanks. Yeah, or the propane. Andover store, anyways. Propane. Yeah. yeah, we do a lot of propane in both stores. So much cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> to do that we than, try. than trade it out. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, he, I think the I think some businesses some. Some small businesses, not you included, um, will choose. Like I kind of have the Walmart idea of I'll keep my yeah. prices low because I'll get more business. Yeah, right, and, as low as I can. And the other half of that for us is you know like, like we started this business from farming, like, right. and we serve farmers. That was the basis of our business. So, mm -hmm. and the whole thing is, is we like to like. We understand your struggle because we're also going through it. Um, so if we can keep them low to, you know, keep our prices low to support them and keep them in business too, then that that's kind of where we go with it. Yeah. So. You're definitely a people's business yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so you always just thought that you would take over the store, but did you think that you would take over a brand new store? Um, well, a new to you store. Yeah, no. So, um, so I went to school for large animal science. Um, my background is in uh, dairy nutrition. And where'd you go to school at? I went to Delaware Valley University. Where's that at? Just outside of Philadelphia, like thirty minutes north of the city. No way. Um, so I lived down there for two or three years, and like then King I. Can you Prussia? Yeah, I worked in Conshohocken after oh, I yeah, left school. Yeah, yeah. yeah just out. Okay. Everyone knows Conshohocken because that's where IKEA is, right? Yeah. So. Have you ever been to the King of Prussia Mall? 
I have. It's huge. So then when I was there, though, completely <laughs> off topic, there was a bunch of sinkholes there. No way. So they were like, don't go there for like two weeks because you might fall in the sinkhole. What like, years were you there? Um, let's see. I graduated college in 2016. So I would have been, um, I actually worked for utility line services, which is a gas company, uh -huh. um, down there in Conshohocken. And so I would have been there 2016, probably 2017 time. Um, I love Ikea. So yeah, I you can just go there and walk around. My friend I've and I to used to go one. there and just walk <laughs> around on our lunch break. You never know what you're going to find. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we go there to eat. Yeah. Like in the Baltimore one. Yeah, when we that's what we used family. to do too. We'll, we'll yeah, to it's cheap. Yeah, so and cheap. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend Annie that I met when I worked at. ULS, she's like, let's go to Ikea and get hot dogs today. I'm like, what? Like, this is my first time, like, yeah. my first week there. She's like, yeah, they have really great hot dogs there. I'm like, okay. Costco is the same way. I guess that's what we're going to get for lunch today. Yeah. Costco has amazing, it's a dollar it's fifty. Yeah. And then you get a drink with, with it. it. And it's exactly. like a foot long hot dog. Exactly. Fully so. You're burping up hot dog for the rest of the day, but it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, it's totally fine, right? <laughs> so. Um, so you were down in was the down Philly in area. Yep. So I was down in the Philly area. I worked for ULS at the time for a couple months. And there I did, um, I was the assistant to the HR manager and to the finance manager. So still um, had intentions of going home, going back to the store, mm -hmm. um, even though it wasn't agriculture related, it's still like as business related. That was kind of my whole mindset there. I'm going to have to know HR policy and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff um <clears throat> so then i didn't really love working there though so i went to work for a vet clinic and uh, phoenixville which is very yep. close to there yep um worked in the vet clinic loved the vet clinic but at within a year or two was just ready to come home so at that point the store was just the andover location um we weren't really obviously to the size that we are right now. And I would help out there when they needed it, mm -hmm. but I didn't like have anything to do really. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom, like my mom runs that store. My mom has her, you know, has her routine, has what she does. And it wasn't that she didn't want to teach me. It was just, you know, finding the time to do so. Right. Um, and there, that's when my brother and I kind of figured out, like, we, we don't really work well together right now. <laughs> um, so I lasted there full time for about a week. Um, oh, oh yeah. a whole so, week. Yeah, a whole week. So then I was like, there was an opening at uh, St. James Hospital mm -hmm. in Hornell and as a switchboard operator. So I was like, I'll just take this job. I'll work full time there. And then I'll just fill in when you guys are short staffed or, you know, if it gets busy or whatever, I'll just work here part time. Yeah. Waiting on customers. Do you think there was some resentment with your brother because you left? Um, I don't know. And I mean, you guys seem good now. Yeah, we're so, great now. Yeah, like my yeah, brother's yeah. my best friend, but um, he just like he just had like this mindset that you know I just didn't know like mm -hmm. what was going on. But the, he also it's partially my own fault too because we didn't ever like my mom and I talked every single day when I lived in Philly yeah. or lived down near Philly. Um, and I was doing all the social media stuff for the store. So I was doing stuff for the store, but he didn't know that I was doing stuff. Okay. So we didn't communicate that to him. So, um, there's kind of a breakdown of communication there. So I, there was a lot of conversation and I was doing a lot of industry things and he, you know, just had a, a he, he was the laborer at that point and mm -hmm. doing the work and he didn't, see the business perspective of things behind the scenes. Right. Um, so he didn't see as that as beneficial for the business. Mm -hmm. Um, but now that we are both, you know, kind of taking over, like we have monthly meetings as you know, between the four of us and, you know, he's included in the finances, he's included yeah. in all of that stuff. So now he does see, you know, Oh wow. Like we did have to do like, that was kind of important for it. Was there a point where he was like, Sorry, it was hard on you. When no, you came back. No, no but <laughs> I probably wouldn't say anything like that to my sister either. No, <laughs> there was one day though. I was. It was something completely silly, like I was making a flyer or something. I remember, and he goes, "I just can't believe you did that. You're so smart." And I, was like, and I was like, "Well, he's like, I'm not that smart. I can't do that." I'm like, "Well, you are smart." I'm like, "Yeah." Like I mean, like you could tear up like. At this point in time, I'm pretty sure my brother is very mechanically in inclined. Like, uh -huh. 
you can just look at something and fix it. And I'm not a mechanic. Like that, the car is the man's job. Like you take care of that. I'm out. <laughs> I'll do anything, but the car is not like not on my top priority list. Um, What's your boyfriend's name? Brett. Brett. He's a race car driver, so he's oh, great. Oh, he yeah, wants to a, work on the he's cars. He's a great then. mechanic. That's no fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be like, "Sorry, dude, you're <laughs> changing <No>. the oil." <laughs> for this. Yeah, he knows. He's well aware. <laughs> We've had this conversation. So, um, so, anyways, I just said to my brother, "I was like, dude, like your snowmobile or side by side or whatever is up in the shop right now is completely tore apart. Like, yeah. I don't even know what any of those things do." So I'm like. You're smart too, just a different kind of smart, you know? So that was kind of like our, oh yeah, like you bring things to the mm-hmm. table that I can't and you can't like. It's this, it's the same with me. Like Nicole's a professor yeah, and I'm a media creator, you know? So I have a more creative mind, but I would never be able to do what she does. You're right. Um, like I can teach kids like this, but she can, she's done it for so long. She just has this mindset it, and yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um. So you came back, you left, you're at St. James now. I left, I was at St. James. I was a switchboard operator, so I was answering the phone for the whole hospital and just transferring people to wherever they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what calls did you get the most to be transferred to? The emergency you- room. Oh, really? Everyone wants to be transferred to the emergency room. Why didn't they just call 911? Or- well, like... Or was it There's just things like in? people think they want the emergency room, but like you don't really like this one, the urgent care. Right. Or like it's about your, well, what about like, what do you need from the emergency room? Yeah. Like, cause if you want a doctor, they can't, they can't treat you or tell you what to do over the phone. So, right. but like they'll call and they'll be like, I need the emergency room department, but I'm going to pay my bill. Well, no, you actually want billing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the direct line to the emergency room or like, Obviously, people would call and check on their loved ones and stuff like that. So yeah. that was that was the thing. But um, and also just depended on the time of day too, mm-hmm. if when it was. So um, so healthcare like is like it doesn't matter if you're a nurse. It doesn't matter if you are registration. It doesn't matter what you do in healthcare. Like you just work ungodly hours, like yeah. because there's just not enough. So and I was that person where I was very money driven at this point in my life mm-hmm. and just picked up whatever shift. So I started cross training and registration and then um I came to Jones and worked in the specialty clinic and was registering patients there. Um and at that point urology had come to Jones. So I, they kind of recruited me to come work for the urology department at University of Rochester. So I became registration there, I guess. Did I start there? I don't know. I started out as registration, I think, and then surgery scheduler and mm-hmm. somehow ended up going to nursing school five years, like, and ended up in healthcare for five years. It wasn't just like a brief time period. So, Jeez, yeah. so I was there for five years. I did two semesters of nursing school. Um, were you still doing the social media work for Crunchy Crossroads at this time? Um, yeah, no. Like yeah. I said, I was, but I wasn't really committed. It wasn't consistent. <laughs> like I made you, a post a month. I made a post yeah. maybe like sometimes three times a week, and then we'd go to like monthly, and then we'd be like vacant for like six months. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, when I first started, it was like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was crazy, but whatever. I thought I could do everything. You know, that's how we are. So you said something that really caught my ear. You said... When I was working for money. Yeah. What does that mean? Because like I, just I worked all the time because I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool to have all this money in my bank yeah. account. <laughs> like, but I was also working overnight. Yep. I was working a day shift. I would work 12 and then someone would call off and be like, oh, I can stay for the next eight hours if you can find someone to do the last, like four. Yeah. So I, at one point was working, um, I started becoming a tech in the ED at one, at some point and all that. So I would go work my 40 hour, you know, Monday through Friday in urology. And then I would go to the emergency room Friday night after work. And then I'd work a 12 hour shift or no, I'd work an eight hour shift Saturday and Sunday in the noise emergency room. But then I'd leave there and go to St. James and work till midnight on the weekends. And then I would just worked all the time like that. How was your I social did. life? I didn't have one. No, I didn't have one. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds <laughs> like I, I just I worked at three different hospitals. I didn't. I just, that's what I did. And I think the moment when I stopped working for money is when I became successful. Yeah, I think. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that because so. so 
getting back to the store though, like I came, like I went to nursing school and ha- like when COVID first happened. Just to specify though, money is still very important. We're going to come back to the yeah. money topic. Yeah. It's going to all loop back together. Oh, okay. But, um, so I, I was in nursing school and I had a major mental breakdown. I was in my parents' living room at nine o'clock and I called my mom. It was probably nine o'clock. And I said, I'm having a panic attack. I can't stay home by myself right now. Like I can't be here. So I called my mom and I ended up laying on their living room floor and I had the shingles at the time. Um, 26 year olds don't get shingles. I don't know, 25, 26, 24, somewhere in there. I don't get the shingles. Um, from so much stress and, you know, just still trying to work and do all of the things while going to nursing school, which is really freaking hard, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, credit I, to all the nurses out there that my just wife's got through school. teaching full-time <laughs> while getting her doctorate yeah. full-time. Yeah. So she, she works all day and then, yeah. And being and a, a mom. And a, and a wife. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm a lot to deal with too. No? <laughs> like the next child, <laughs> the oldest child. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I... My stepdad's just like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, I don't really know, but I'm not doing healthcare anymore. Like, this is it for me. Like, yeah. And so he, they had told me, and it was right before my birthday. It must have been like the Tuesday or Wednesday. My birthday was on Saturday. And they're like, well, we're going to go look at the store in Addison. I was like, okay, what's I got to do with me? So when I met you, I, I, you were, you just came back. I did. I came back. So I quit nursing school. That would have been February. And then March, I quit nursing school and came back to the store full time. That's when we started so, working on the project. Like when I officially became a country crossroads employee. Yeah. But it wasn't just like, it's my parents' business. I got to come here and help out. Sometimes right. like, this is like, I'm officially an employee. Yeah. Like, this is, this is when I could table. get fired. Yeah. I could get fired now. <laughs> um, I can't mess this up now. <laughs> I can't commit it. So, and like my mom's like, no, like you're never leaving. Like, D- don't like, try to run. Don't I'll try. Find you're, you. you're, stuck, you're stuck for life at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, uh, so I took over. Or I didn't take over. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so we went and looked at the store on Saturday and Monday we were at the bank and then, you know, two months later we took over the store and I was running it. So um, this is wild because I thought like when you, because so, so, um, they came to me to, to ask me to, to do an announcement announcement video. And I just assumed that you were working there, you know, for, for you had said that you weren't there for a while, but I was still thinking like two or three years. No, it was like two or three months. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy too, because, and then I was just like thrown into it. I mean, we, um, I worked with the previous owner at the Addison store. So at Wade's mm-hmm. Farm at Home, I worked with Steve for about a month to, you know, learn our, meet our customers. Um, the hard thing about retail is you never actually know what people are going to buy. Like right. as much as you plan for it and you run a report and you're like, oh, we sold this many last year. Like it's not going to be the same this year mm-hmm. at, at all. Um, so you just kind of wing it and hope for the best. It's yeah. my favorite thing in life. So um, that's how I thrive is just right. kind of like, like, I'll try this. It's fine. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If I have, to, I might have to sit on it for five years, but whatever. I think that's um, what makes businesses successful though, is their willingness to yeah, smartly try trial it. And error. Right. Yeah. It's all trial and error and it's constant chaos. I don't, I don't care what kind of business you own. It's just constant chaos. I, it's true. It's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Like so. this week I'm home and I just started a podcast. I thought I was going to be out of town all week. I'm like, oh, I need to get as many podcasts done, in as I like, can. Shoot. Because uh, next week. I'm gone. I'm gone next like, week. Yeah. All next week. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you're like, I got a month of stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So then it's crazy to think I've been there two and a half years now. I've been full time at the store and like that's that's my life now. Yeah. Um, I have a regular schedule. I work Monday through Friday, eight to five, kind of like I, I joke that I have a regular schedule, but like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you have a social life. Now? I have a social life. Yeah. A dog. Yeah, a dog. Yeah. My dog's been through all of it with me. So poor guy didn't really get much attention for a while, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So today someone was in the store coming back to our money conversation and, um, we were talking about, so our stores are like, as far as volume goes, we're about the same money wise, but like my mom does a lot of bulk stuff, a lot of large transactions. Yeah. So 
Um, she might see 50 customers in a day, but in Addison, I'm going to see 150 in a day. Mm-hmm. And so one of my customers today was like, oh, are you busy? I'm like, yeah, it's just like a different kind of busy there. And right. I said to him, he's like, well, that kind of deserves a raise, doesn't it? And I was like, at the moment, I was just like, well, I guess it's just part of being the family member, but it's different. It's different. Like you yeah. said, like when you own your own business, it's different. It's like, it's not about the money anymore. It's just like, yeah, we got to have it to live, yep. but... But like, it's just passionate about it, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I have a I have a part time employee now. Yeah. Stefan. So and 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 rent and everything. So right now I'm thinking, okay, I need to make this much money this month, right? To be able to continue and pay all these people and yeah. Right. And then what's left is my scraps. Right. No, <laughs> no yeah. I mean it's different now. But when I when I started, that's what it yeah. was like. And now I've kind of worked up where I'm like I'm safe for two years. Right. Um, right. And also like, you just like it. Like, it's not like, yeah. like when I was at the hospital, I, I like chaos. So I loved working in the emergency room. Like it's just pure chaos. You know, you, you said you didn't listen to the first episode. I did. I, I didn't listen. Cause we talked about that. I love chaos. I love well. chaos. And yeah. read. So, and I didn't realize, but retail is kind of chaos. Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> Retails, Retail food, the food industry. It's just, it's just oh, chaos. Man. Restaurant like, industry. Yeah, so it's like now, and I've always been passionate about agriculture, obviously, but um, now it's just the chaos and the agriculture and, you know, being an advocate for agriculture, like it just is all tied together. And What do you mean by being an agri- advocate for agriculture? What um, do you, like, what do you, how do you advocate for So um, my mom and I are both active in Farm Bureau, so that's a big thing. So we lobby, um, well, she does more of it than I do, I will say. Okay. Um, she She's probably, she's very passionate about Farm Bureau. Um, and just like, you know, like sharing. I need to get one of those shirts. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, yeah you do need one of those shirts. <laughs> but, um, but just like our knowledge, like that's kind of more what we thrive on at the store. It's not really about the sale for us that just kind of comes naturally, but it's more about sharing our knowledge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if you want to have a backyard garden, like I am, I want to teach you everything you need to know about having a backyard garden and how to plant your potatoes. Yeah. And like your tomatoes when it's like, so like, just like the knowledge and like teaching people that, you know, agriculture is good. Like Mm -hmm. we need this, we need agriculture. We all need agriculture to live for what you wear, for what you eat, like everything. Um, and just like like what like little things. Um, the back of that shirt says, "You if you didn't have farmers, you'd end up what was it? Uh, hungry, sober, and naked. And naked, yeah. yeah. It's a hundred percent. I want to get know, one right? of those shirts. But also like farm safety and stuff like that too. Um, like a few years ago, I remember like my, my dad or my stepdad and my brother like they run the farm. But like when it comes to the farm work, like my mom and I in our spare time, you know, make them dinner and take it to the field or move them from field to field. And I remember a few years ago, um, we were coming up Independence Hill and, um, my brother and my stepdad were running our, both of our combines and we weren't moving very far. So, uh, like just kind of around the block. So the heads were still on the combine. Okay. So for people who don't know, like a, a green head on a, Combine um, is wide. It takes up the entire road. The combine alone takes up the entire road. Um, they're very large. Um, you cannot drive around them. Um, they are also a slow-moving vehicle. Yep. Um, so there was a white minivan that was coming up behind them, and she like kept trying to go around them. Like, oh. and Independence Hill is. Not like (laughs) ideal, regardless. Um, And when we move them, so I'm in my, I'm in, I think I was driving my Acadia at the time, my SUV. Mm -hmm. So I will stop in the middle of the road and stop traffic so that they can get into the field. Right. um, For the driver's safety and for, you know, my, my stepdad and, and my brother's safety. And she... She's like, we're honking her horn at us and trying to drive around. And I stopped her in the middle. I like turned sideways and wouldn't let her through. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, they get in whatever. And then I go before I let her go. And she gets down to the corner and drove around to me at the stop sign and flipped me off for not letting her through. <laughs> like she, and, and meanwhile, while all of this is going on, um, her kid is in the front seat of the car. In the front seat? In the front seat of the car. I mean, he was probably not a kid. He's probably like 12 or 14. Okay. Um, But also, like, 
when you're driving recklessly like that, you cannot get around that combine head. Like you would have hit that. You would have, she like you or your son would have been dead. Yeah. Like not to be like mean about it, but that's what would have happened. Right. And nothing would have happened to us at this point other than, you know, the damage to our equipment. Um, so like part of the advocating thing, like I had, I was so angry, like <laughs> so angry. And I put a post on Facebook, like you reminding people, you know, like farmers are the ones that take care of you. Like they yep. feed you, they put clothes on your body. And while you are in a rush to get to wherever it is you're going, that kid's soccer practice or to work or wherever it is, like, like you got to re- like, remember like you endangered everyone in the situation you yeah. endangered my my brother like you endangered my, my stepdad you endangered me like and you endangered your loved one too so part of advocating too is um that was kind of part of it too right so i um farming isn't today isn't what it used to be mm-hmm. either no. um gone are the well <laughs> gone are the mass amount of workers on farms. And yeah. now really it's just like a few people, usually the farmers that yeah. own the property are doing it because not many people want to get into farming. Yep. Um, like running running the two stores now, what do you see are kind of, you know, your customers are farmers, mm-hmm. uh, especially at the end of it. What do you see are like the main problems that they're having? Like what are, what's the, what's the, the feed store talk? Um, well, they're always looking for people to help, always looking for employees. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we have a lot of dairy farmers, so milk prices are, I mean, like we pay, I don't even know how much a gallon of milk is in the grocery store anymore. It's, it's four, four, four or five dollars. Yeah, for whole milk. Um, and which it's is just, the only milk. it's just kind of one of those things that you got to have it. So you don't even look at the price. You just buy yep. it like gas. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, fuel frost costs are also a big talk too. Um, but like in the milk world, like they're talking $14 a hundred weight. So farmers get paid by the hundred weight. So hundred pounds of milk is how much they get paid. A gallon of milk weighs 8.56 pounds. So when you're paying $5, like they're not getting all, they're not getting hardly any of that. They're getting like 50 cents. Right. (laughs) Right. And people don't see that. So that's a huge conversation is the price. So when, and also like, if you think of them in a business perspective, like that's where their income is, is from the milk. So, um, they got to pay for feed and employees and fuel and, you know, all of the things to grow the, the feed to feed the cows into the cows and, you know, mortgage, just like everybody else and their product equipment leases. Right. Right. So, and the cost of that they're getting back is little to nothing. So that's a huge talk is milk prices. Um, <clears throat> fuel prices are always a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, other like. What about water? Water. Right now, just weather and from oh, water. Oh, it's been a wet summer. <laughs> yeah. So we started out very dry and now. Last year was super now we're, dry. Yeah. And this year we started dry and then we were like flooding it's monsoon kind of it's gonna be great for salmon fishing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you mentioned that last I know. Week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um yeah so that's hey, been a complicated thing so i have a question and if you know please answer do most farmers like big farms that that run um acres and acres and acres do they do you buy your equipment or you just lease it it depends on the farm i would say okay like, so i mean i'm talking like those big Columbine to like, you know, get yeah, the I corn mean, like, harvested we, and everything. We own all of ours, but I would How say is, that's, 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 that's like we buy used ones that are <laughs> used. Yeah. Um, we don't really have any like new equipment at okay. our store. Like the, the ones, the kids that works for us are, they're not kids. They're like, you know, 16 year old adult. Yeah. Almost. But I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. But so I, I mean, like it's, but like, he's like, wow, that thing's so loud. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's just old. Like it just needs, it just gets some <laughs> TLC. It just needs some love. Just be gentle <laughs> with it. It's fine. Like <laughs> I, uh, I laugh at some, some people that are, are so posh. They're like, 
ah, look at that farmer driving around in, in you know, his 70s Ford or Chevy, whatever it was, Dodge, yeah. I, a Ford something truck. And then th- then they're like flexing on their, their Acura or something yeah. like that. And then they don't realize that the equipment, just one of those tires yeah, like, is probably more than like three more, years of your payments. Yeah, <laughs> like the tires alone is like a thing, you know? But yeah. And like, it's just so funny, like, the, like a combine, like a new one costs more than most houses cost. Yeah. So no, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they don't understand how expensive this farm equipment is used. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's just for everything. Like, so like the logging industry is part of agriculture too. And I just remember like one of my friends is a logger and he was like, yeah, we had to get a new truck and gripper recently and this was like a few years ago like pre-covid and everything and i was like oh like he's like it's gonna be and i i can't remember how much it cost but it was like five hundred thousand for just the truck and then it was gonna be like another five hundred thousand for like the gripper thing that picks up the logs or something those aren't exact numbers i have no idea but it was something ridiculously crazy and i was like yeah that's that's this is what we do for agriculture (laughs) i used to one of my like first consistent jobs when starting my company was I used to travel all around for this guy out in South Carolina named uh, Johnny Gregory. He had two first names. but uh, And he would sell boom trucks, so like yeah. the logging trucks. Yeah. And I'm like, you make a business about that? He's like, brother, I'll tell you, because he had an accent like that. Yeah. And he's like, I, <laughs> I'm a vegan gay man <laughs> and I sell lumber trucks. And I make so much money. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> really? He's like, well, I'm paying you to go to New York City just to take pictures of it. So, yeah. and that's what I would do. He paid me just to go, and he like he bought me a pressure washer, so yeah. I pressure wash the truck and, and I take, take pictures, pictures of, of it, it when it was still nice and wet. Yeah, and then he'd sell it for you Whatever. know two hundred yeah. to five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's just crazy. All the equipment is so yeah. like a lot of our equipment is like original for my stepdad, like. Mm-hmm. We've had it for 20 years, so... It still works. It still works, that's right. Yeah. And it was old when we got it, but it still works. My parents' tractor, because I have... My yeah. parents have a horse farm. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't even know, from the 80s, 70s, I think. Yeah. It's a farm all. Uh, one of the big red ones. Yeah. I know about farming. Yeah. No. <laughs> but one one thing I do know about, though, um, that I've seen, because a lot of what I do is tourism. Okay. Um, and I'm the media side of tourism, so I'm not like a tourism expert. But what I see is is a massive boom, especially since COVID, a massive boom in agro-tourism. Yeah. So people want the farm stays. They want to go out and yeah. see. And they just want to know where their food comes from. Yeah. That's like a huge thing. They want to know where their food comes from. And like like I was saying with the Addison store, like some people want to do it themselves. Like yeah. They want to have a garden in the backyard so that they can, you know, produce their own food and stuff like that. I mean, it is getting to be a, a big thing. Yeah. So. What is, what is like one of the, and like you said at the beginning, you never know what's going to be the hot ticket item, you know, month to month, but what, what's something consistently that you sell? Um, it doesn't matter what season, like what's just something consistently that you sell that people always want. Or like if canning season's coming up, do you sell like a a shit ton of canning stuff? Oh, sorry. A shit ton. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say there's not like, so Feed, obviously, is probably mm-hmm. my number one consistent thing that is all year round. You have animals, you got to feed them. You've yep. got a dog, you got to feed it. Like, that's yep. just my consistent thing all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do wood pellets in the uh, Addison store, and we do oh, propane right. in both stores. So um, in Addison, wintertime, wood pellets and mm-hmm. rock salt, that kind of stuff is probably the big things. Um, but we're definitely seasonal kind of stuff. So yeah. gardening season, a lot of gardening stuff. What's um, your best season? You've been there for two years. You should know, right? Oh, our best season is probably spring and summer. Spring and summer? Yeah. Just between the two stores, we do a lot of fertilizer, a lot of lime, a lot of seed, that kind of stuff. I would assume it would have been spring and fall. So you have planting in the spring and harvesting in the fall. Yeah. Or are people buying the stuff in the they're summer buying the, the fall? They're buying the stuff kind of... Like to get ready and stuff, I would say still spring and summer. Fall, there's, if depending on the weather, you might have hay crop. So, but mm. we're kind of just oh, getting bailing in, twine. We're getting early into the winter. People are worried it's cold, gonna be cold. So they're getting their heating stuff already. What does the farmer's almanac say? It's gonna I be. I don't read the farmer's almanac. <laughs> <laughs> you won't 
tell anybody. We'll I, edit this yeah. out. No, I'm just <laughs> I don't know. Some people uh, live by the farmer's almanac. Yeah. Like, um, some of some people have been saying that um, September is going to be like our last like nice month, and then it's going to be in the 80s all next week. Yeah. The, for Addison, I said 93 on my phone the other day. <sighs> I'm like, I thought we were in fall. It's September. I'm very much a fall. I'm not going to lie. Person. I got my pumpkin spice over here. <laughs> it, oh, just embrace it. Just embrace it. I, I've got the pumpkin cold brew or whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did you get the cold foam on top? No, I didn't. Oh, you gotta, Shut up. You got to get the cold foam on top. Um, was there any backlash uh, when you bought the store from the local residents who are so used to going to that specific owner? I would say yes. Like not really like some bad, some good. Obviously I feel like you get that with any change, but also people don't just don't like change. At oh, all. people like, and like, I love change. I remember like on Facebook, there's this ad, like there's this marketplace group thing. I don't know that has like different backyard people in it. And they're like, Oh, new owners, prices are going to be higher yep. and stuff like that. That's the instant thing. Like, that you it's think just of like is. that. And like, they obviously didn't, know what there was some like there are some customers that went from Andover to Addison that mm-hmm. you know my mom's like wow I don't know what happened to this customer they left and they've never been back and I'm like no they actually come to Addison now <laughs> <laughs> like, is, is like there... we had some Addison customers that were driving from Addison to come to our Andover store so then when we bought the Addison store they were like well I'm just gonna go here now that you guys own it you yeah. know um but like they didn't the majority of the customers didn't know that we were farmers too. Mm-hmm. And like, since we're farmers, a lot of the stuff that we sell in our store, aside from what we ra- grew, obviously, but we use it too. Yeah. So we don't sell a product that we don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a change, you know, cause we, you know, I can give you feedback on this product because we used it. Um, and also because we're farmers, like I said, pricing is not. What was that one thing? That there, and I, I'm sure that there has been, where because like you're coming in, you're a stranger to them, and you're a female, yeah, which is awesome. And big. I'm young, and you're young. What's that? What was that one time where some like a customer, like some old, old grumpy white guy was it just like, all the time. you can't do this, and then you like surprise them, and their eyes get big, like, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, I've also had like, can I talk to somebody older than you? Well, you've had that, really? Yeah. That's but like also like, uh, no, I'm it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I speak to the manager and just do the spin around? Yeah. How can Hi. I help you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And like, like the guy that owned it before us, like he retired. So he was older. He was yeah. a guy and you know, he was in the generation where it's a guy's, agriculture is a guy's world and mm-hmm. it's really, you know, co-ed now. Well, yeah, because you, both you and your mom are two females that are yeah. heading this, this so shop. Yeah. 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 So, um, and so that was just a huge change too. Like, no, yeah. like I, I, I do this. Like I'm the one you talk to about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that happened a few times. And did you keep any of the employees? Um, Yes. So Amanda, Danielle, and Lori, they were, have, Lori has been there. Everyone knows Lori that comes in the Addison store. She's been there 30 years, 32 years. I Mm -hmm. have no idea. So she was there through Wade's days. She was there through Agway days. It's Um, definitely smart to keep the ones that. Yeah. (laughs) And um, she says she's going to retire. I keep trying to say, how about maybe just part time? Like, not like fully retire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then uh, Amanda and Danielle have both been there. And we all kind of, in our Addison store, have a specialty, you know, like. So you're, it sounds like fem- like straight female there. Um. So um, there's the four of us inside. And then I have Alan, Austin, and Gershom. They work outside loading customers. Okay. And um, Alan kind of manages the outside inventory for me and that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Um. But yeah, so, but like we all kind of have our own specialty, you know, like, uh, Lori is great with the garden stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, any question that you have organic or non-organic, like she can answer it, how to get you your best crop. Um, Danielle, um, is sheep and goat, um, her and Lori together kind of do poultry stuff. And then, um, Amanda does all 
fairy and calving and all of that kind of stuff. Who so. does cats? Um, Danielle. She's my <laughs> pet. She she used to work at Pet Smart Pet Go. One uh-huh. of I don't remember which one, but um, so she's really familiar with dogs too and cats. She does all the pet stuff. So has um. So you, I mean, you have the the Addison store, and your your mom has the Andover yeah, sure. store. Yeah. Do you guys have like friendly? And I know it's different, but do you have friendly competitions to kind of see like sales wise? Not really. It kind of depends on the year. Like sometimes I'll just be like, how, like more so, how many transactions we have in the day. Like yeah, and we don't so much anymore. Like the first like couple months that we took over was funny because like my busy and my mom's busy are completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, when you come to my store, like there's two registers and you might wait in line. Like, yeah. that's just what it is. I don't have another one. So it's like someone might just be standing there, but we can't, they were really just answering the phone. for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can answer your questions, but they got to check you out kind of thing. Right. So, um, well, there's only one register at, at, at Andover. There's yeah. only one. And like, you know, like we have the farm going there and we have, mm-hmm. you know, we grind our feet in the Andover store and, um, we obviously have customers coming in and out of the Andover store. So it's just like, there's always just stuff going on all the time. And, um, that makes their busy just kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they have a couple customers there, it's even more chaotic than it is regularly with no, no one there. Um, but it's not a bad thing. Did runnings affect it at all? So I mean, because well, because it's tractor supplies, and and this would probably be more the and Andover story. Yeah, that's tractor more supplies of a, always been there. Yeah, tra- so runnings didn't affect me in Addison at all, like right. just because it's so far away. Um, but I would say for my mom, people will come in and say that they can get it cheaper at you know runnings or whatever. Um, and as far as you know, our pricing and stuff, we do kind of work off that too so yeah. that we can be competitive with them. Um, but the overall, like what we try to tell people is when you come to our store, like you're getting our knowledge, but you're also getting a fresh product. I get feed every single week. Like yeah. it's fresh and like tractor supply, you might not get something fresh there when you come, you mm-hmm. might get it cheaper, but like, and so that's kind of like, where we go, I guess, and customer service, like they don't load it for you when you go to runnings right. or when you go to tractor supply. You got to load that in your car yourself. Yeah. Um, my guys are going to carry it out to your car and they're going to put it in your car. Um, so, well, there's a big customer service and this isn't throwing shade on uh, runnings or tractor no, supply, no. but, but there's just a difference between local, homegrown, yeah. you know, stores. And our store is just different. I yeah. mean, um, one of our sales reps said to us, you, um, when runnings was coming, you know, obviously we get nervous about it because it is a large store. It is going to yeah. be a competitor to us, but because the running sells more than tractor supply, they like do. They and a- you know, he worded it as runnings is a destination. Yeah, like they sell everything there. That's going to be like, and you know, my like my brother goes there because they have hunting stuff. Like they sell I go ammo there for their fishing stuff. Right, they sell ammo and stuff like that. So you know, yeah. you're going to go there for that. But it's like people go there. For a reason. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like your everyday, like, Walmart, I need a gallon of milk, I'm going to stop here and grab, like, that sort of thing. Where mm-hmm. our store is more like, not saying, we have a lot of walk-in trade, but we have a lot of regulars, too, that you're going to come to and stop. Oh, my parents being one of them. So, yeah. rather than, I mean, they, they will. They'll go to Tractor Supply um, or Runnings if, like, they need some scratch grain, like, right. right away. Right. Like, if they run out. But they buy the bulk of their feed right. from you guys. Because yeah. it's just... Like they'll make that drive out yeah, because they've been doing it and they know the product. Right. They and know. you walk in, if you're a regular, we typically know you in your order by the time you yeah. get there and we're like, oh, okay, here you go. Like, or, oh, your mom's hey. in the thing and she'll just hear my voice yeah. be like, hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> or I like, don't know hey, why. I don't usually have get this, voice. but you didn't today. Yeah. So yeah, don't forget. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of a different kind of business to go there too. And also they're open on Sunday. So that kind of helps. Well, like them, you know, we're not open on Sunday. So if you run out of something. So go to uh, Country Crossroads, both locations, um, during the week. Yeah. And Saturday. And Saturday, 8 to noon. 8 to noon. Yeah. Uh, we only got a couple minutes left. Okay. I want to uh, take the last bit to talk about 20 years. 20 years. Because you have some events coming up, right? Yeah. So um, 
we celebrate our 20th on October 20th, October 20th, our 20th on October 20th this year. And the celebrations. So we're going to do sales. Our sales or some of our representatives will be in both locations on Friday, October 20th, and they will, will have sales both days. And then Saturday, October 21st, we are going to do a celebration. Okay. I mean, you had me stressed out because you're you, like the 20th. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that you told me it's a different yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Saturday, the 21st, we're doing like a celebration thing. So um, we will have um, a food truck there and then we'll have a band there and kind of just have like a little party and celebrate everyone and celebrate, you know, all of our customers for getting us to 20 years. Yeah. Are you going to have some kids activities? Yeah. Prizes? Uh, my mom's friend loves to play games so and make games. So she's she's on the game thing right now. What was, we talked about a goofy prize. What was it? Do you remember? I don't know. It was something I was like, oh, you should have this as a prize. I don't remember what it was. I probably wrote it down. Oh, no, no. It was a game. I said you should have a, oh, a we hay were, throwing hay contest. Hay throwing contest. Yep. So you and can we throw were hay talking about, um, the, oh my gosh. With the feed sack, you put your legs in. Oh, a sack race. Yeah, sack yeah, yeah. Race, Kid, yeah. Oh, I would join in that, yeah. not just my kids. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. It. Everyone can so, do it. Yeah. Um, you're going to have bands, the 23rd. Just come out and help you celebrate. celebrate. It's a birthday yeah. bash. Yeah, it's just like birthday bash. Will there be cake? I don't know. Um, I think she was going to get Chelsea's to make cookies <gasps> or something. Chelsea's but I'm not cookies are... But I'm not 100% sure, so don't like... You've heard it first here. I don't uh, know. Chelsea will be making. Chelsea hasn't the- heard about it yet either. So, <laughs> Chelsea, I know you Chelsea, watch this. We might need uh, cookies. <laughs> I'm going to tag you in this video. No. <laughs> um, but no, it's awesome. And we're, you're going to start promoting it. And yeah. you're going to have a history wall too, right? We're going to have a history wall. Yeah. We time capsules. that what we talked about. Oh, you yeah. should do a time capsule. Yeah. You so should have we'll like see. stuff. Yeah from the past 20 years and then you can put it into it and like the last, the burial ceremony. Yeah. Where would you bury something like that? I don't know. That, that wouldn't get dug up because of all the farmland. Well, that's exactly it. So like my parents' house, like that's, they, they, they live right there. Yeah. But I feel like my mom, I joke and pick on my mom because like, she's like, oh, let's put a flower bed here. Yeah. And then the next year she's like, ah, oh, it's so much to mow around. Like just take it out. So then we just dig it all back up and like, that's what like my childhood memories are is making my mom new flower beds and then putting, <laughs> taking them out and putting in a new one. And so I don't really know because it might get dug up before the time you're supposed to get it dug up. Yeah. So. You need, it needed like at least 20 years. Over right? things. Like just little things like my mom's flower beds. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, yeah. you have enough machinery, you could, you could dig deep enough. Yeah. Dig it and. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, well, I really, I really appreciate you coming out uh, and talking about the stores and your story on how you are, you know, thirty years old running a whole, you know, it's a franchise now. Yeah, sure. almost right. Yeah, you're, I love you're it. more than one store. What, what, what is a franchise? How many stores do you have to have for it to be a franchise? I don't know. We'd have to Google it. Google it. We got a couple minutes. We got a couple minutes to Google it. Um, what has been? What has been your biggest headache? Uh, we'll have one last question. What's been your biggest headache with the new store after the transition? So I know a transition is always a headache, but what was your biggest headache now? You know, honestly, it's not really, it's not really anything to do with the store. It's that like the transition between me and my mom, not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> um, she's well aware, but like she, you know, someday wants to retire. So just, you know, we, between the two of us, we're busy with different things. So taking the time to learn everything that she does. Um, I joke that I go to her, go to Andover once a week to force her to teach me what she does in a day um, so that I can start taking part of her job. Okay. But, she's, she's holding on to the reins pretty tight. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say she doesn't want to let go. She's very excited that, you know, we're this next generation that wants to take over and that we don't have to sell our store or close our store and we can continue to serve our community. She's very excited about that. Right. It's just, you know, we all have to learn too. I mean, yeah. my mom has 35 years of experience in her brain and I just need it all in my brain. So, But um, you have experience that, you know, she might not have as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we all bring different things to the table, obviously, but yeah, still, just learning everything that she self-taught and was taught. So it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of years of 
of info there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like, like you should just record a podcast with your mom. She can tell you everything all at once. So you can yeah. just refer back to and it. And I'll just refer back to it. <laughs> and like an Andover, like my stepdad, my brother and my mom are all there. Mm-hmm. So what my mom doesn't know, my stepdad will know or my brother will know, like they yeah. can all bounce. It's just me and Addison. So I rely on my employees a lot. Three stores. Yeah. To franchise. Three stores to franchise. Yep. Yeah. You only need one more. I take another one. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Who would run the next one? I don't know. I don't know. Um, probably what would happen is if we had another one is um, someone would actually run the Addison store. And oh, I, and you and I the would the You would just keep one. popping the new stores. Yeah. 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 So we'd hire somebody. Actually, um, Amanda that works for me, she helps me out. She's my assistant manager and she helps me out a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so she could do it. Right on. So- so thank you for tuning in to this episode of ND Vision. Thank you, Mackenzie, for coming out yeah, in the last minute. She fun. didn't know that she was going to be on camera. I did, yeah, no, I didn't know. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> um, but October 21st uh, from... 11 to 3. So food will be 11 to 3, but the band will be 1 to 3. So people who want to come enjoy food or whatever, but not be listening to loud music mm-hmm. in the background, you can come from 11 to 1, but we're playing games and prizes and door prizes and sales. And this is at the that. Andover location. At the Andover location. So yes. October 21st, it's a Saturday, 11 to three, come out, eat some food, listen to the bands and challenge me in a hay bale throwing contest because I will probably lose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mackenzie. Thank you. <laughs>